Hey everyone, welcome to Opt-in NYC, a podcast brought to you by the New York City Police Department and the New York City Police Foundation as part of their options program. I'm one of your hosts, Kayla. Opt-in NYC explores the issues most affecting New York City youth. It gives them a platform to speak their minds as well as gain insight from NYPD police officers. On the mic this week are Tara, Zoe, and Sabrina with a segment they wrote about mask wearing during the pandemic. In a recent year protest in Orange County, California, swarms of like-minded individuals scream, keep your politics out of my face. No mask, no social distancing. With summer survival, people go to pool parties and park picnics, where everyone is as tight-knit as can be. For instance, veteran Richard Rose, 37, went to a pool party in several bars, claiming that he's made it far by not buying into the hype of wearing a mask. But what happened to him? Through his last social media post, he confirmed that he tested positive for COVID. He passed away shortly after. A warning for all those who think they won't catch it, especially the youth. I'm young and won't catch it. That seems to be the argument of teenagers who are refusing to wear a mask. This may be due to the maskless influential figures in today's media. Take us through your thought process of why you decided not to wear a mask. Well, I did wear. I had one on before. Prominent people, including our own president, have been seen on numerous occasions without a face covering. Celebrities like Doja Cat have downplayed the extent of the virus, dismissing it as just the flu with minor consequences. If you say so. The youth are not the only victims of fake news. Adults are too. Some conspiracy theories that have been roaming the internet include 5G technology causing the virus, medical professionals getting paid to tell citizens to wear a mask, wearing a mask is dangerous because it activates the virus, wearing a mask kills you because of your inhalation of carbon dioxide, and others think this pandemic is brainwashing you. Despite the opposition, why should we wear a mask? One, masks protect others and yourself. COVID-19 spreads from respiratory droplets, and face masks can act as a shield for its wearers. Additionally, even if you are healthy, you could unknowingly carry the virus. So wearing a mask makes it less likely for you to spread it to others. If one doesn't wear a mask, the worst case scenario is someone can end up on the feared ventilator. And that could spell the worst for hospitals, as described by medical professional Barbara, who works at Stan Island University Hospital in Northwell Health. Can you describe how your hospital was during the peak of the pandemic? During the peak of the pandemic, coming to work in a hospital felt surreal. It felt like watching a movie about the apocalypse or being in a war zone like Baghdad. It was eerily quiet as the patients were isolated. Everyone was covered in PPE from head to toe that we barely recognized each other. No one knew what will happen next or when it will all end. But then, once you meet the patients and you see how sick they were, you forget your own worries and remember what you came to work for, and that is to provide care to those who need it the most. And once you get out of the hospital after your shift, you realize that continuing to wear a mask in public is the least thing you can do to prevent this nightmare from happening again. Mask and social distancing have proved many positive outcomes for states like New York. In its fourth stage of reopening, New York has overcome the worst of the virus. Masks were deemed mandatory in public areas since the early stages of the pandemic. In a study done by Texas students, using a face mask prevented thousands of infections in virus hotspots like New York City and Italy. 
However, states like California and Florida ignored early precautions. Instead, citizens enjoyed their spring breaks by relaxing on the crowded beaches, attending large parties, and even protesting against the mask. A statewide order to wear a mask has been mandated in California, but residents still oppose the idea. Consequently, these areas have become hotspots of the virus, with the number of infections and deaths still rising. Ultimately, without a vaccine, the mask, along with hand washing and physical distancing, seems to be the safest known method to reduce the risk of the virus. We agree that masks can be uncomfortable, but here are some tips from medical professional Leonard on how to better our masking experiences. For our listeners, what tips do you have that will make wearing a mask more comfortable? I have a few that I can share. Number one, you have to find the right mask for you. Not all masks are created equal, so you have to find the mask that is for you. Number two, once you find the mask, it should fit correctly. It can't be too loose, it can't be too tight. Number three, uh, the best kind of material for the mask would be probably something organic, and that would be cotton, because if you're gonna be wearing it for a long time, the material should be able to breathe. Number four, since you're going to wear it for a long time, it is best that you have um, your skin fully moisturized. So this way you can prevent injuries or scratches on the areas where there's a lot of stress, especially by the ears or by your cheeks. And number five, if everything else fails, just think that you are one with the mask. Thank you. And if you're finding a hard time obtaining a mask, it is available at your local public health department, other community organizations, and some private public partnerships. So always remember, my mask protects you, your mask protects me. Stay safe, everyone. Thanks for listening to Optin NYC. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more information on Optin NYC or the Options Program, visit options.nyc or follow Options NYC on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Until next time, remember to opt in.